the podcast. I'm Ross and I am not divorced yet. <laughs> he also hasn't seen Avatar the way I've bought it yet. Uh, and I am yeah. Phil and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. We're back. It's been a few weeks. Um, Ross, how the devil are you? I, I always do this how the devil are you thing. Like like we don't have a five minute chat before we start recording. No, right, we're exactly. Right. Bit, right? Where, <laughs> where the first thing we say is how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, like we just go onto the podcast and don't do like the niceties beforehand. Ross, don't say anything until I press record. Right. <laughs> how are you, sir? You good? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very, very well. Today, I want to uh, to talk to you about a problem you have. The oh, problem okay. you have is this 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 delusion that you think these fast movies are good. Oh, good isn't the word. <laughs> really good is not. You're so right. Good is not the word. But look, before we do that, let's let's catch up because you've been you've been you've been to Cannes. Yeah. Cannes. That's why we didn't record for a couple of weeks because you were at Cannes. A few other bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. So how was how was the festival of festivals? I hear uh, I hear like every movie, whether it was in competition. Or just screening in the marketplace, it was the law in France now that it has to get at least a five minute standing ovation, even if it's yeah. Shit. Wasn't there a seven minute standing ovation for Harrison Ford? Have I got that right? Yeah, no, literally not for the movie. For I Harrison mean, that's Ford. because that's because he was, you know, he's eighty and he managed to stand up, and that's great. <laughs> I can't believe how facetious that came out. I'm such a fan but of Harrison Ford. But it's uh, yeah. I mean, I I I, I am. But I have stories, and that's all I can say. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, I mean, when you're getting a seven-minute standing ovation for just existing, I think that's mm. a little yeah. extreme, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, enthusiasm is, is lovely, but, you know. <laughs> but literally, like, everything I read is, like, Johnny Depp's new film gets a five-minute standing ovation. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny gets a seven-minute standing ovation. Mm. Such and such a film gets a set. And I'm like, who? Why? No one ever mentions whether the ovation is, thank God that film is finished. (laughs) Even like... No one ever specifies that. There was a film a few years ago where like loads of people walked out and it's still got like a five-minute standing ovation from the probably four people that were left. Might be Da Vinci Code. I remember people were leaving that in droves. Da Vin- Can you imagine? Yeah. Why? Who, who? Who genuinely thought that taking Da Vinci Code to Cam was a good idea? Well, I remember um, the year of Robin Hood, the Russell Crowe one, when I didn't, I didn't get it. <laughs> like, what, whatever, I, I didn't get it. What a film, Ross! What and a film. there was a bunch of us. There was a whole bunch of us who were going to meet at one of the Irish pubs around the harbour. Afterwards, we were all going there all the time, so it was fun. So I went there. Like I went there. <clears throat> like around the time the film was starting, so I thought I'll settle in. You always see people that you know, that'll be fine. And I went in, and about probably just an hour after the film had started, loads of people were walking into the pub in tuxes <laughs> and ball gowns and stuff. And I was like, I thought, well, these are just normal people. You know, people go out. Well, c- can is can, right? Like at, ni- at nine o'clock in the morning, someone's out. walking yeah. around in a tux. Yeah, from the night before or whatever. So I thought, and then I started seeing people I know. I was like, didn't you go to Robin? And they went, yeah, a load of us walked out like about half an hour and 40 minutes in. And by the way, that is a massive no-no. You don't walk out. 
Well, uh, you say that, though. People stood up and left. Like they, so they left about half an hour, 40 minutes in, mate. You say that, though. It's surprising how many people are now doing this at Cannes. Well, it's like, a big thing. It's like it's genuinely, like, it's it's not done, darling, you know. My God. The Robin Hood, Russell Crowe movie. That's is... the film that I have tried now four times and never got past half an hour. It is genuinely brilliant. Like is it? for all the wrong no, but for all the wrong reasons. Oh, right, right? Okay. Like for all the reasons where you just go Maybe I should like, try again. Just just Russell Crowe's floating accent is a thing of genius. Right. I mean I gave the it a six out of ten. So right. I think the action's fun and I think like the the like I think it's a good retelling of the story. I think the cast are great. But I think I think the, the challenge is that literally the accent like Russell Crow, and then Russell Crowe got all shitty with people about like I like, remember the interview talking yes. about his, his accent. Like, he literally walked out of, was it the previous well, thing, t- I you, think? You got a tin ear, mate. You know, it's like, no, well, it's no like, Russell, it's like he it took it bad. as a joke initially for a bit. And then about two minutes later, he was like, no, I can't deal with it. So he left. Like, it was like, it was like he was still thinking about that. <laughs> while the guy was asking him a couple of questions. I was like, Russell, mate, chill out. Um, Russell Crowe, the art Costa, of taking Kevin yourself Costa, far too seriously. Well, Costner never had this problem, did he? My my whole thing about that. No, Costner and Connery, like yeah. people are like just just don't bother, right? Like like exactly. They just, who, they who just, cares? Even if they did, they'd be like, so I don't care. Yeah, who who cares if who cares if Sean Connery is a Scottish Russian? Does right, anyone an give Egyptian a shit? Spaniard. Or an, an Egyptian, Egyptian Spaniard. Spaniard. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, which is real. Egyptian but Scottish Spaniard, the by thing, the way. The thing, the thing I never got over was the idea that originally it was going to be called Nottingham, not Robin Hood. And it was the idea yes. that it was told from the perspective of Nottingham with Russell Crowe. And then, and then the best version, the version that I wish they'd made, was the idea that Russell Crowe was going to play both parts. Nottingham I love and, that. And that, that could have just been... Good or bad, it would have been brilliant to watch. Just like, what are they doing? Like, like either what are they thinking, or this is amazing. Like, like how did they pull this up? You know. So, anyway, well, welcome to so 2010's edition of uh, Russell yeah, Crowe talk. Yeah. Russell Crowe. Uh, <laughs> so, how was Canon in general? Right, like other than the, did you get a standing ovation just for being there? Yes. Yeah. As I walked off EasyJet, this is so. Thank God you survived. Bravo, Ross. Um, Bravo. Yeah. That was good. It was fairly upbeat. Uh, generally good mix of people there. And it felt productive without making too many assumptions about the coming year. But it felt pretty productive. Uh, and that was good. And there were more companies. So, so for people who don't know, last year, a lot of countries didn't participate, like certain Asian countries, and without getting into it. There was lots of and that's still COVID, right? Yes, basically. And now this year it felt much more like, oh, not everyone, but most countries came, which was great. And you met a legend. I mean, you probably met many, but you met one specific legend. Um, The great Matthias Hughes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, he is definitely a legend. (laughs) Like, who are you talking about? (laughs) Who are you talking about? Yes, of course. The great, the fantastic Matthias Hughes. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, fantastic primarily martial arts action performer, but he was in things also like Star Trek VI. He uh, was? Of course, one of his most iconic uh, roles was, of course, as the lead villain in Dark Angel or I Come in Peace, where the Dolph Lundgren action. With that Still great line, I come in peace, you leave them in pieces. pieces. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> great, loads of fun. So he's a really nice chap. It's lovely to catch up uh, and uh, talk. Talk for talk sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I remember talking to him years ago when we were trying to put a project together. And like, you just talk to him and you just go, 
you're genuinely a lovely guy. And yeah. like, like, it's so nice to speak to people occasionally that are genuinely nice because occasionally, I, you know, you speak to someone that is a bit of a knob, you know, yeah. let's be honest. Um, yeah. But I was always gifted to speak to a lot of very nice people and he was always one of them. So that was always very nice. Yeah. So yeah, that was good. Um, genuinely a delightful person. Did you watch any good movies? Uh, I no, no, the slightly loadedness in that question. <laughs> Did I watch three or two? I definitely watched, I watched part of one that I had to leave, not because it was bad, but because I actually had to be somewhere. And that was fine. That was a, a, a market screening of a, of a filmmaker that we know and he's very talented. So that's good. Uh, what have I had to leave? Um, and then um, I saw a market screening of an actual film that I was kind of excited about and was then, Crushing not so, by, yeah, not I, so excited I, I, cr- about crushing. Crushing is probably the wrong word, uh, but it was just, it was just, oh, okay, it's, it's okay, <laughs> you know. I mean, you sit there for nearly two hours going, oh. <laughs> um, which was a shame. Um, I'm still glad mate, I saw it, actually. mate. Just do what 95% of the people that went in for left that we managed to drag into the pack screening yeah. of Left 4 Dead go do, did go, go to sleep or just sleep. unapologetically walk out within five yeah, minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, as we realized, that's just that's just part of what the market uh is, that's yes. Just, that's just yes, I mean, other than the woman that walked out literally looking like she was disgusted yes. do you remember that there was one woman that walked out yeah. and like you you could you could you could like left for dead was the, the opening of left for dead is a long action scene with lots of noise right it's fair to say what's it's a noisy what's particularly funny about that is that woman leaving today yet then today would probably make us an offer straight away and buy <laughs> yeah because 100% it's quite funny, even regardless of the budget levels and things yeah but what I was going to say was like like the beginning of left for dead is really loud and you could audibly still hear her tutting over the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> we should have kept her in. She should have. She, yeah, she was. She was. Stay here. Yeah. Stay yeah. Here for yeah. What, what? What? Like? Like? Yeah. One of the many people. Um. So. Um. What? What else is there about Can? Um. Any, any? Does the football match still take place? I didn't hear about it. If it did, you know what? Oh. I meant to ask. I, I actually bumped into someone who would have known, and, and it completely eluded me. If it, even if it did, I probably would have missed it because it used to be on the Monday. Yeah, I left on the Sunday, so it, it may well have gone on. And I will say, I, yeah, I would like to go back to that at some point. It was usually great fun to be had, particularly for someone who doesn't particularly like football at all. And it was really enjoyable. I used to like going. Yes. No. I. I, yeah, I, I agree. With, that, but... I agree with you on that one. And did you raise a glass to Hannah? I did. I, 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 I genuinely did. Yes. Good. You can't you can't get a can without raising a glass for the great late uh, film producer David Hannay, um, yeah. who was both a friend and uh, uh, what's the best way to put it? An adversary, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but a me, nice... I mean, for me, in many ways, for me, in many ways, for me, he was genuinely a mentor without being. Yes. I, I mean, but there were definitely prickly moments too. Uh, but, it was, <laughs> but, but, but that's what it, that's, uh, you know, I, I look back quite fondly about all that stuff. To me too. Ditto. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I learned a lot from Hannah and, uh, you know, he was a, cla- he was a classy, classy bloke. Uh, and I, I miss the old git um, yeah. deeply. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, he was insane. Um, and there's not enough insane people in the world. Good. All right, can done. So let's, let's, so today's episode will mostly be focusing on films that we have watched. Um, mm. But we'll start off with one that I know we have both watched. Um, 
And I think we have slightly different opinions of. Well, kind of. Uh, let's talk Fast X family, mate. Fast family. Um, family. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll open up with saying that I genuinely think Fast X is a fucking awful movie. It's genuinely terrible. Like, like the CGI, the physics, the acting. It's a film that is at its best when its lead actor is as far away from the screen as possible. The idea of you saying the word physics as a as a criticism is <laughs> of a of a movie that put a car into space. Um, but but and here's the rub, and this is this is the tough bit. Did I enjoy it? And I have to say, hand on heart, other there were many moments where I tutted. There were many moments where I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" But there was very few moments where I was bored, <laughs> and I think I think that. That is probably all you can ask for um, from a $250 million movie is that at least I wasn't bored. Um, And it was certainly entertaining, but sometimes for all the wrong reasons. That film's budget is actually closer to $400 million. You are absolutely shitting me. No, Is that for both? No, it was a 70... No. It was a 70% budget increase on the previous film. Over $100 million alone went to cast. Over $100 million. Oh, well, well I mean, and, Ludacris, and, has, and to get, Ludacris film, has to get and, paid. And the film, Tyrese as well, and the film had to stop at one point uh, because when they changed directors to Louis Leterrier. And I don't know how many days it stopped for, but every day that it was stopped cost the film something like, or cost the production something like $200,000. Oh my god. Yeah, for real. Oh, Rambo's having a go. Rambo! Rambo! Hey! Rambo. This works really well on the podcast, by the way. Yeah, Rambo has just detected a human presence by the Rambo. Rambo, that's how Rambo welcomes people. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the podcast. Yes. Um, yes. Wow. $400,000. Wow. $400 million, sorry, $400,000. That is, yeah. No, actually, looking online, so the reported budget online is $340 million. It's $400 million, trust me. I mean, I'm sorry, that is not a $400 $400 million movie. No, no, no. If you told me the budget was $50 million, I'd be like, yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? I I believe it at the $200 million mark. Easily, just because of what no, but I mean, for the quality of the effect and quality of what is on screen, because there's nothing, even the Rome sequence, which is you know, it is what it is, there's nothing in that Rome sequence where you go, Wow, that's groundbreaking! It's like, Oh, look, there's a CGI thing being chased by a CGI thing. There's an amazing moment in the in the um. It's an amazing moment in the Rome sequence when Vin Diesel is by himself trying to stop the spinning ball of death thing, which doesn't explode no matter how many but, times it hits. By the, the way, ground, the most which is because, explosive before, device and ever. And the way he and the way he stops it is the way he bounces his car backwards and forwards and up and oh. down, like, like like between the ball and the wall. You know, if it was going to go yeah. boing, boing, like, like a pinball machine. And there's this amazing moment where they cut to inside the car because he should be not just dead; he should be paced. There's a moment when they cut to inside the car and he's like, he's just kind of going like that. It's like, it's, 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 it's absolutely, it is absolutely 
extraordinary. It, it, it is because some people have said, oh, it's dumb fun. I'm like, there's nothing dumb about it. Every single moment of that film, regardless of the quality of effect, whatever you want to, whatever criticism you want to label it, every single moment of that film is meticulously constructed. Because you, you can't switch your brain. This is not a brain switch off film at all. This is, it's, it's unapologetically entertaining, like, like to the point where the very concept of entertainment has materialised like into reality and it's sticking both its but like index fingers up at you going. Well, do you remember? Uh, do you remember? Is, there's that, that, is, that is every that is virtually every moment of the film. There is a saying about films being critic proof, right? Yeah, and I think I think this gets as close to being critic proof yes, as I it could is. possibly it is. say. Yeah, it is because it's because because you can say you don't like it. That's perfectly acceptable. You can criticize any shot of it or special effects of it. That's absolutely, of course. And by the way, but you the not only can you, should you, because there are some yeah. horrific effects in this film. Yeah, but 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 none of them, none of them made me go, Ugh. this just made me go, ha, 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 ha. Like, like every moment that you would normally criticise on a technical level, there's this great sequence where Natalie Emmanuel, who looks so much better with short hair, by the way, oh my God. Um, no, there's a scene where she's driving and she's got like, and we see like the back, like like it's the forward window. I can't remember what she's driving, and like it's so blatantly like back or forward projection, whatever you would call it. But she just might as well take her hands off the steering wheel and just turn to the camera and just be talking. Like like it's so blatantly looks like they're on like a simulator ride or something. <laughs> and we and I was watching a sort of gigantic screen, and I just went, "It's great." Like I just I just couldn't go that. There's no moment when I went that looks shit. Whenever you would say um, that normally, no, no. Whenever you, whenever you would normally say that, I went <laughs> like that. It's, I never, I never went. That looks shit, even though it does. So, so right. I want to talk about something. So, I've just read this while I was just researching the budget mm -hmm. in the background. And once again, <laughs> Vin Diesel is in a mood with one of his co-stars because yeah. apparently, once again, Vin Diesel is annoyed that he's being outshone by one of his co-stars. The fact that yeah. Jason Momoa yeah. is outshining yeah, that's right. him. That's right. So can I, just, can I just ask a question? Haven't we been here before? Yes, he has. And, and surprise, surprise, The Rock was back. And that was one of the best moments of the fucking movie. That was one of the that best was, moments that of the movie. That was absolutely brilliant. After, but, all that public, after all that public nonsense, social media nonsense. Well, someone back the big Didn't I even say, didn't I even say, I'm positive he's going to be in it? I'm sure that her, him and Gal Gadot. Look, two, two reasons he's in it, right? One, <laughs> well, yeah, obviously money. Two, let's be honest, he, he needs a bit of a hit again because yes, his box office career has cooled a little yeah. bit. Black Adam wasn't very good. He took co copped a lot of flack for like trying to make Black Adam. Well, he blocked, the... he blocked um, uh, Shazam 2 as well. Yeah. He did a lot. He's done a lot of stupid shit. He's been, so he's been kind of flexing, and people have gone fuck off. So, so, so him coming back doesn't surprise me. Also, yeah. let's be honest. I think Vin Diesel probably knew that this movie was going to struggle, so getting the Rock back for the next one probably doesn't hurt. Oh, I don't. Hang on, hang on. I don't think. I don't think Vin Diesel thought this one was going to struggle. I think Vin Diesel has complete belief in in all of this. I, I don't think he doubts it. I, uh, so for real. So let's for talk real. Jason Momoa because. Yep. I would like to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. How many Jason Momoas were in this film? 
Uh, at least it's... two, particularly that middle section. But do, do you ever see that was the most controversial with the studio? They've, sorry, not the studio, production, is the, the nail painting scene. The <laughs> nail painting scene with the two corpses, um, everyone Which wanted to remove it. Everyone, so hang on, everyone wanted to remove it, and the person who ensured that it stayed in the movie was the head of the studio, which you would think would be the other way around normally. Normally, it... anything that would be controversial, the head of the studio would typically go get, yeah. get rid of it. I would probably say that's the scene that could go because it could go. There's, it it felt like it was in a completely different movie. Well, there were two bits that were. There was that bit, and that, which which was a great scene, especially when they kept cutting to the the guards, the people who was killed, reactions, yeah. his conversations. That one with a really fucked up face. That's yeah. in a kids movie. That's that this about? is so that that's is the one. only interesting bit in this whole movie. Incredible. By the way, it was incredible. That was. Well, incredible. I was. It took me out the movie, well, and I was like. Did this get directed by fucking... Totally different, like David Fincher or something. David Fincher like, or Toby crazy. Hooper or something. I don't know right, yeah. around anymore. No, but, you know, but, but so there was that. But then the other piece, which I think we talked about, was this idea that there's this whole thing in the middle of the movie that, to me, felt like it was going to be the beginning of the film, which was Momoa showing up at a race. Yes. Uh, totally different, like a completely different character. A hundred percent. And I'm going to say playing it gay. That's no, loaded. not even playing he it playing gay. It. He, he, was play, he was playing. He was playing it. No, no. He, he was playing it as if Elton John was playing Freddie Mercury whilst whilst being coached by Julian Clary gay. But his, I mean, his hair was completely different, which I loved it in bunches. I thought that was amazing. His clothing was completely different. His demeanour was completely different, and there's no way he wasn't flirting. In fact. The, film, the one thing that the film would have, like, the one thing that would have sent this film into the stratosphere, aside from going into space itself, like in part nine, would have been that Momoa should have grabbed Vin Diesel and kissed him. He should have genuinely got a slot. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean that. I I'm, not, I'm not even making a joke about that. I mean, legit, Momoa's character, who is enjoying every... I, I don't know about you, out of all the characters in this movie, I wanted to be Momoa. He was amazing in it. He was, he was a total breath of fresh air, he was enjoying himself no matter what, but that sequence in the middle with the race, before the race then turns deadly, right? Because yep. if you think about it, if you take everything that we know about him away, if you put that sequence at the beginning of the film, he's this flamboyant race challenger, right? Who, yeah. who challenges Vin Diesel, you would have the chase, you would have the race, and then when it's all going, this, this flamboyant guy suddenly turns deadly, which was great. Yeah. And Vin Diesel then having to, and bearing in mind they haven't met yet, like in person. This is the first time they meet in person. And then imagine if that was the first time we met that character. And then we get the first, what, what was now the first 15 minutes of the film, which is basically fast five. Imagine having that. That would have been, I think that would have been fantastic. But regardless of that, regardless of that, I, I have no doubt in my mind that that piece, especially, I'm not sure about the toenails piece. I feel like that piece was the original director. Because yeah. in every other part of the film after that, he is a he is still enjoying the hell out of himself and he's fucking great in it. But he's no there's no way he's the same character. No. no way. And it's, he's not putting I don't feel like he was putting it I didn't feel like he was putting on this character. He doesn't need to. Do you know what I'm getting at? Like was it was I, I it said the same playing, to Zoe. Was it his I did, undercover or something? You know what I'm getting Yeah, at? I said like, the same to Zoe. Or oh, as we were yeah. watching it, I was like, What the fuck is yeah. going on here? I and my friend Chesel we were saying, we were like he is absolutely a different character. And it feels like a different movie. Like the that's whole stuff I mean. with... That's, 
That's why I think it's for different director. That's why. Yeah, that's the whole exactly. stuff with the different with the sister as well. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I was like, that. This is all really interesting stuff, yeah. and it's not the same. Like, it looks. This feels like it was shot for Fast Five. Yeah, and well, then, I guess that's kind of the point, really. Yeah, but then all of then all of a sudden it goes back to being fast, fast nine fucking stupidity. By the way, I am so bored. Like I'm so bored yet so continually entertained. If I can be that conflicted by the total lack of all the all all the, the best way to put this. A bad guy, every bad person becomes good and every dead yep. person comes back alive. And I'm just well, like... I can't wait. I can't wait for Momoa to be the hero. <laughs> but somehow, <laughs> even if he's like his own twin brother or something. I would, oh like, I would love, I would love for all of those. I loved how they inserted him into part five. I, I, I talked about that before even seeing the film. I loved how they inserted him into part they five. They didn't do enough of then, that. Then I, then, I, then I loved how they inserted Reacher into part five, which was even funnier uh, after. Oh that. my God. And what, what, I, and what I would love is, is in the next part, to have that and then have Momoa's twin brother also then like move into the same frames. I think that would Mate, just be nothing amazing. is off the table. Like, amazing. No, no, that's what nothing I mean. Nothing is off I the table. I genuinely think time travel, I genuinely think time travel is going to um, happen. So I loved it. I want to pick up on. I want to pick on up on Alan Richardson, uh, known as uh, yes. for, uh, Reacher. Um, yep. Can I just say that you know, as a straight male, he gives me weird feels, man. The horn. He gives me the horn. He's <laughs> fucking amazing in it, and he's really good at it. He's, he's really good. Oh, do you know? Do you he's know? he's the only. You know, per- by the way, he's the you know only the person. Twist? Hold on. You know he's the twist? only person in the entire yeah. movie who's acting. Like yeah, he. He thinks yeah, like he's acting in like the hunt for Red October or yeah, like the sum of all fears. He's, and and he's brilliant. He has, do, he has to do a lot of exposition as well. He does it greatly. Oh, he's you total basil like, exposition. But but in a great but in a great way. In a great way. And and here's the other thing. He are you aware? You know his his turn later. That's do you know, that, do, that do, was added on know, afterwards or late yeah, in the well, movie. No, they, came, they came up. They came on the day. What? Yep. And I loved it. What? I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Because I, I love how John makes... Cena is playing a different character. John Cena is a completely different Who the character. fuck is John Cena in this I film? I don't know. I've no idea. He's like his like, goofy younger brother. He's it's literally amazing. not amazing. playing the character he played no. in the last movie. No, not by brilliant. Not even cool. close to well, how we, different he is. Shall we get into the shall we get into the genetics of the sun as well? Uh, hold on. Yeah, I know. So, we we so have to touch sun. on this, but before we get there, I just need to go back to Reacher one last yeah. time. Yep, yep, yep. He yep. is great. like great. like that. You look at everything through that film. Like normally, normally there's like a, a Chekhov's gun or a hint that yep. he is going to be the sure. bad guy, right? Yep. No, no. It literally no. it comes he, so exactly, out of left field. He, he goes. What's brilliant is he goes from being the antagonist, not the antagonist, but you know, like the guy who doesn't believe our guys. Yeah. Being. Well, the Rock. He is the Rock in this movie. He, does, he is the Rock. He is the Rock. And then, and then, um, when he catches up to him, he becomes convinced by him, yep. and then goes on his side, which I loved. I love that. It was brilliant. And then that. And then that turn. I think it was... I think and genuinely by the way, I think Momoa shoots him with a yep. fucking sniper yep. rifle in the yes. chest. That's why they changed it. Like, 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 I'm it's like, I'm it. sorry. If you get... Sh- even yeah. with, a, with yeah. a bulletproof jacket... You can't die. You can't die, these things. I love it. That is going I, to chafe. There are, yeah, there are better ways... There are better ways... To, to like 
pretend that someone's not not on your side than shooting them at near point blank range with a fucking high powered rifle. Yes, very true. Very true. You're gonna shatter the guy's chest. I'm gonna speak up to I'm gonna speak up for someone who I haven't spoken up before for a while, and I think Brie Larson was really good in the movie. Brie Larson was great. She was really. I like Brie Larson. I think she's great. great. Well, like I say, my only concern has ever really been the the, the the Captain Marvel stuff and also some of her personal shit, like online. But but I have but I've always liked her in other films. I've said like Jump Street and Kong as well, and I absolutely loved her in this. Yeah, she was I really good. Great. So great so let, let's 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 get let's get to Dom's son. <laughs> so, Little I want, so hang on, just quickly, just quickly, just just the, just before before his genetics or anything like that. The very fact that he's called Brian. Right, <laughs> not Paul. Yes, because it's the idea that they're honouring Paul Walker, which makes sense because yeah, because Brian's not dead in this world. That's what I mean. In the movie, in the movies, Brian is alive. So it doesn't make any I don't sense know. that he's called Brian. By the way, but hold on, before we even sense. before we even get to that, right? I just <laughs> want to point out how awful all the parents are in this movie. Yeah, like so there is a point yeah. where John Cena. Right when Brian's in the car with John Cena, then yeah. John Cena gets this what nine or ten year old kid yep. to fire a rocket and yeah, he kill. Kills loads, he kills loads of children. He that kid, that ten year old, has a fucking death count higher than he, Chucky. He's a psychopath. <laughs> he's like he actually like, and he and he laughs doing it, which I love. Yeah, like he literally <laughs> and and like like all the parents just abandon their kids every five yep. minutes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. we've got to go away somewhere. Why don't like? Don't why is Brian them. not they, in this movie? By the way, they, they like, don't just abandon them. They abandon them in life or death situations. Yeah, yeah. They don't um, leave them to like. <laughs> and and by the way, there's a whole moment in this film where well, where Jordana Brewster and Brian, the baby, not Brian the grown up, who little just B. is com- little B, his, little B, Brian little the grown up, who's completely disappeared from this movie, yeah, barely gets a reference, right? Yeah. Like, there's a moment where where the FBI or whoever they are are coming after them, and they literally turn up. They're like, oh, we we you know we got we got oh no the bad guys sorry we we got to fuck no or is it Reacher I don't fucking know someone doesn't matter, like, doesn't matter. we got we got to hunt hunt him down like let's go after his family like and they're like like yeah okay cool that's a good idea where are we gonna look well let's look at their house well that'd be a really stupid idea who would who would stay at their house when they know half the world's out to at get their them? own house but basically people have been hunting for Dom and his family for years <laughs> for and they're living years. And, they're, and, and they're at home. The same just, house they've always just, lived in from the they're first just movie. Literally at home, <laughs> like, like not with beefed up security. No, no or no, not with like, house. like on a they're compound with all the money no. that they've stolen. By the way, no, they're, they're in literally the in their two up, their one yeah. up, one down, estate yeah. house. And that's why these films are complete genius. Um. So let's get to let's get to little. This was a complete. This was in a, fact, right. Before we get to Little B, let's let's look at the whole Toretto bloodline because John well, Cena is Rita. better. Well, hang on, hang on, well, hang on. Let's start with Rita Moreno because she's the grandma. Yes, and how I get this by the way. She? Oh, she, she was wonderful. also gorgeous as well. Wonderful, gorgeous, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Love her. Yeah. Right. So then, you, then we, we don't know what we know what Dom's dad looks like from the fact that we saw him in Fast Nine okay. or Fast Eight. So I'm so I'm convinced it was nine in the pro. I am convinced that he is alive and i am convinced 100%. and i'm convinced that when he comes along he's going to be played by stallone oh my god that would, that would actually that would be, be phenomenal that would be 
perfect. It would be perfect. So his It'd his brother is played in. His dad is played in the film by the guy from yeah. Mayans, right? Who? Uh, is, yes, I believe so. Who is? Who is? You know, I would suggest you could probably argue is of a, a yeah. He's kind of got that kind of Mexicana kind of sure. Yeah, so that's fine. So you can almost see, almost see, almost see Vin Diesel, Dominic Toretto. Oh, hang on. on that. Can we just quickly, can we quickly just sort something out here? Vin Diesel, who plays Dominic Toretto. Yeah. Is, his real name is Mark Sinclair. <laughs> did, you, did you know that? I did not. His real name is <laughs> these, Mark these things just get better and better. And, and and he once made a film called Multifacial about about the fact that people don't know how to cast him. I'm like, your name's Mark Sinclair. And oh, you can do what you want God. in terms of your acting, but, but your your name's Mark Sinclair. You're it's not that complicated. But apparently his genetics really are fucking complicated because little B is the son of Dominic yep. Toretto, who is, I guess, Italian American, I guess. Yeah, I would I would right? go and, I would go and, with Italian American. And, and and having seen his dad one way or another, whoever he is that being played by later on, and and Rita Moreno, who's his grandmother, I I'm pretty sure because we haven't said it, we haven't seen his mother then, have we? So so no. maybe his mother could be something else. But he's basically Italian American. But also his brother and sister. You've got Jordana Brewster, who looks like a Cherokee Indian. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Something. No. She absolutely and, looks and like native. She actually looks like. Looks like a Native American. But a, like a Native I think American. the correct terminology now is uh, first person American. Right. First nation. Yeah. First. First nation. nation right, first that's first it. Nation. First nation. Right. First nation, so she right. definitely looks like first nation type yeah, kind of. Red, she has red skin and stuff, and, and beautiful, of course. And then you've got his brother, who is John Cena, who now, a cipher as played by Charlize Theron at some point, says something like. I didn't realise you had some Scandinavian or Nordic in you or something yeah. like that, right? And that's that explains. She, by the way, she's history. Brazilian, actually, Jordana Brewster. She's actually oh, she her is. heritage is okay, actually well, Brazilian. That, yeah, yeah. That makes complete. That makes complete sense. Okay, kinda, so, but, kinda. But, 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 but if you put all three of these people together, this stuff. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, go back to John. And they're not different. The and they're not different. Hang on, they're not different mothers. No, no. The thing you've missed out with 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 John Cena, and and this is the bit that John Cena is. I think it's fair to say the whitest white person to ever He's, exist. Well, Nordic, like Scandinavian, like Nordic. Yes, like, sure. like John Cena is just like white. if you if you search John Cena right <laughs> as the the wrestler John Cena right, yeah. he is absolutely the most jock American yeah. white guy ever. Yeah. So how I never understood. Um, it, it, he is actually of Italian and French Canadian descent. I didn't know that, but it kind of makes sense given his name. Maybe so is Cena his real surname? Uh, yes, John Felix Anthony Cena. Oh, fair But even so, <clears throat> like he is still the whitest guy on the yeah. planet. How? How? Like, if you just about put aside the fact that Jordana Brewster and Vin Diesel are related, and you could kind of squint a little bit and go, maybe. You know, genetics well, we can be a weird we thing. We, well, when we first meet them in the first movie, 22 years ago, by the way. <laughs> when we first meet them. <laughs> when the world was like, so much like, simpler, by the way. But like like their mum and dad could be like mixed. Right? You know, we don't know. We, they could no. be anything. You know what I mean? So, by the way, but by now the way, we know. That movie, 
Fast at uh, the Fast and the Furious is yes. as far removed from this movie. Oh yeah, as I don't, well, I don't know. I'm well, as far Fast removed. The Furious. From... Twenty two years ago, in the Fast and the Furious, the crew steal DVD player TV combinations. That's their. Hey, that's what they do. That's their this. job. And now they are the Avengers. They're basically <laughs> the Avengers. They're impossible to kill. Godlike, probably immortal. And and also have been through more shit in the last. Let's say because here's the thing. Oh, I no, think, fuck the Avengers think, look at the Avengers look at the fast crew and go, go when we're like really that. fucked. Yeah, you know, when, when we've got a bad guy beyond Thanos that we can't beat, that, that's who we call. But here's the other thing: if you think about when the baby was conceived and how old it is now, <laughs> like Fast Five and. I don't know. Do they say he's eight? I feel like they say he's eight. He's either eight or nine would be my guess. I'm pretty sure they even say he's eight. But like, I feel like five, between five and ten, I feel like it's happened maximum over about two years. No, no, no. No, No, it hasn't. There's four years years? between. Apparently something like four years between Fast 8 and Fast 9. Is there really? Yeah, is, and that's when, something they, about. Do they, do, they say, do they say that somewhere? Then? No, I, I was reading something about it about Han and his so changing hairstyle. Oh, it I said, see. Right. Like apparently that moment is something like four years. I don't know. The timeline well, in this just, is well, so. Well, he should still only be. Well, then he should still only be five. Then. Like, yeah. Be yeah. <laughs> that's that's one thing. <laughs> but then secondly, as a baby, well, so okay, so he is the baby of Vin Diesel. Sorry, of Dominic Toretto, who is Italian American. And Elsa Pataki's character, right? Yes. Who is what, Cuban? Yeah, Cuban, because she goes, when we first meet her in five, he meets, the rock meets her when he goes to Cuba, right? Yes. I'm getting that right? Yeah, right. So, yes. Who's so he is, like maybe Spanish in, you know. Right, uh, but he's the son of. Yes, yeah, so, okay, so she's Spanish in real life. Hispanic, right, okay. But, but let's just say, like, I guess what I'm saying is, why is he black? Why, <laughs> why is he why is it to be black in this movie? Because he definitely wasn't black in the other films. In the other films, but when he was a baby, he was definitely, I think, white. And then there was one where he's a little kid and he's definitely Hispanic. So it's like his genetics are evolving, or so his racial parents are evolving through the movie. Like it, it's actually in, in part eleven, it might be a girl. <laughs> it's possible. It's Chinese. Hey, Asian. I think I think at this point, well, I mean, it'll play to the market, right? Um. At this point, <laughs> at this point, nothing. So they should, I, I just, they should have a shot where he walks out of like they should do a Texas switch, you know? Where you oh, amazing! A, yeah, like, yeah. Like so, he walks, he walks behind a, a cupboard or something, or whatever. Walks behind a box and then comes out as a different. Kid. <laughs> that, that, that would no actually be amazing. Like do yeah, do you get the feeling that if the Rock, like I, I still get the feeling that 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 Alan Richardson. That that basically that was their way of saying we don't need the rock. Yeah, like I agree because like, he, he's almost playing the exact same role that the rock played back in five. There's also a tiny bit of me that's wondering: Did the rock agree to come back if they killed John Cena, <laughs> who isn't dead anymore? There's no way he's dead. There's no, no way he's dead. dead. We saw him. We saw him explode in a fireball. There's no way he's dead. Like how how did how did um how did Gal Gadot explode. die? Uh, well, she just disappeared from sight out of the airplane, so we never really saw her die. No. But with with Cena, we saw him in a car which exploded. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he died, except he's not there. There's no can we, way. Can we, just, can, can we just talk the elephant in the room? And what I mean by that is the submarine that just everyone seems to just... Yeah, but it turns out she's got a new <laughs> submarine because that submarine was exploded, right? Yes, so completely. Submarine, 
So this is a new nuclear submarine that she's stolen. Somehow. Apparently, they just go on eBay quite cheap. Again, nuclear submarine. Just on eBay, you can search nuclear submarine. And apparently, like, like the winner of that is always Cypher 001 or something. Also, 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 how obviously was Gal Gadot in her back garden or something when they filmed her? Oh, my God. And, like, <laughs> the thing about Gal Gadot... Or, right, or in the is, bath or something. Like, yeah. What, the thing like, about Gal Gadot is in, in the right situation with the right director yep. and the right role, she can be okay. Yeah, best. At best. Stand, at standing on a submarine... Doing that, 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 that no, but doing that smile, which is the yes. Wonder Woman smile, yeah, when she's blatantly filmed on a blue screen in a garden, like yeah. I was like, it, she just looks. You, you could have CGI'd someone with more emotion. I am, and there's no disrespect to her. But no, no, I'm like, amazed. But when she appeared in Fast X, which at the moment, the by the way, the moment the submarine thing opened, 100%. I don't know why I, I don't know why I knew, but no, no, like, I, you, it was either I thought it was either going to be her. Like, or yeah. Paul Walker. Yeah, you see, like, I thought... It, and they come what? back and I go, thought, oh, no, Paul Walker didn't die at all. It was all just a PR stunt thought, for Fast X. Yeah, it's a 10-year-long PR ten, stunt. It's a 10-year PR stunt Jesus to get more... Um, no, so, so you wouldn't I put it past thought, Diesel, right? No, so here's the thing. The his best mate... Thought, sorry to interrupt. His best mate, oh, Diesel. Remember, yeah, they were yeah. best mates. The best mates. Like, so, absolutely family, other than the fact... He literally couldn't stand Vin Diesel, apparently. Other the fact that Vin Diesel can't be in the frame with any other acting except for Michelle Rodriguez, which I think is true, actually. Um, but I, no, was, hold on. There was a point. Yeah, You're right, he's not, by the way. He's not in the, he's not in the frame I don't think he shares actors. the screen with anyone. No, it's just Michelle Rodriguez. From what I remember from the film, like he's in <laughs> scenes with other people, but he's not, he doesn't share the frame with anyone. I don't I, think I, he's in the frame with anyone else. And Michelle Rodriguez, by the way, I know is still twice is. the man. Oh, and I mean this respectfully, right? She's still twice the man that Vin Diesel will ever be. She's, she's like, she Wait. is, she's hot. She's, she's fierce. Capable. She's, she's capable. capable. Yeah. She's kick-ass. She makes yeah. Vin Diesel look even more of a pussy in this movie. Her stuff with Charlize was fantastic. But also just, so what was it? So no, I was expecting as the submarine hatch opened, I was expecting. I think she has to be accompanied. She has to be accompanied by the Wonder Woman theme. Do you think she has home automation? That when she walks in her home, like and and it trips a sensor, and that that music goes off every time she walks in a door. Every time she walks in the room, yeah. Yeah. So here's a quick thing we've talked about. (laughs) Sorry, I I want to now. I want to now go back to every introduction moment for Gal Gadot in any film or anything she's ever done. Interview when she walks onto Letterman. I want everything she's ever done. We need to put that. They probably do. They probably do play that when she goes on Letterman. I bet bet it's now her rider that every time she walks into a room on set, she has to have that play. (laughs) Can you imagine? Can you imagine they're about to get ready for this big scene? Yeah. um, uh, Godot is walking, Godot is walking, and she walks onto set. You just see two minutes. Yeah, yeah, she just stands her in the doorway whilst it plays. And you just cut her. It just cuts to Vin Diesel going, for yeah. fuck's sake, so, man. Fuck's sake. This is why we so, killed her off in the first place. So here's the thing. We messaged about this while I was doing, because I rewatched all of, I rewatched all the Fast films again before, which I, will do, which I will do every time, uh, oh. including Hobbs and Shaw, which was a mistake. But, but <laughs> I, I, I mentioned this to you. 
I mentioned this to you. I, for absolute objectively, in four and five, she Gal Gadot cannot act. She's she's beautiful and I think cannot act to the point where I'm confident they took dialogue away from her. And then yeah. in six, her performance is completely different. Like like, and I I have to wonder if that was in the run up to Wonder Woman. And, and I was about just, to say that. I, so... I really I really have to wonder about that because she is a completely different. Uh, well, it's four years different, form. so probably right. not. Weirdly, before you, um, oh no, oh, I see what you mean. I see what yeah, yeah, I thought, so even, even, well, maybe it was I'm, I'm taking acting seriously. That do you know what I mean? Like, there was there was absolutely a change, like significantly a change. Do, in, by the way, she like, has, she's not just hot, like she can act. No, you know? She has an incredible screen presence for someone that, yeah. that has no acting ability at all. Yeah, like she walks into a room and she's just got a look about like that yeah. moment where she enters in um, Batman, Superman. Yep. I just rewatched whatever it. The fuck it is. Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, I just watched it again. That so, moment she enters, and you're just like, "Whoa!" Yeah. You're captivated by her. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I was blown. I was like, "Wow, this is finally after eight hours of this shit, a good mm. moment in this movie." Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, so uh, what else to talk about? Oh, because sorry, there's still sorry, so much sorry, more. That's, sorry, that's what I was going to say. Is the moment when I genuinely thought Paul Walker might arrive in the film is when there's the attack at Jordana Brewster's home. Yes. And Jordana Brewster is now a UFC champion, clearly, and she can clearly, guys, which I loved. It's great, not complaining, brilliant. And, and then disappears for the rest of the movie again. Well, well I, if I was yeah, her, there's a moment, there's a moment <coughs> where, a, where a guy gets her like drop, gets a drop on her, yeah, and then he gets smashed away. And I thought Paul Walker was going to walk out, and I yeah, not yeah. John Cena. I really know, thought that was going to happen. If I was Jordana Brewster in this franchise, I'd be like, for fuck's sake, why could we? Why? Could they? Why could I not have divorced Paul Walker three movies ago? Because now yeah. all I get is I'm the wife. I'm, I'm the wife, wife yeah. and now I've got to go and look after the kids. Yeah. Or oh, don't worry, the kids are being looked after by Brian and stuff. Yeah. yeah I agree. Poor Brian. Brian has Brian has gone from being this like this FBI agent, super hero. kind of hero. hero, and now he's the guy who looks after the kids. And, and now he's that off he's screen. Also, he's also now the most negligent member of the crew because he just yes. keeps letting everyone else do stuff. And and for the record, like he doesn't even get. He, he's such a pussy now that he doesn't yeah. even get invited to dinner, the family dinner. Yeah. Well, no, he did turn the car turned up in the last one, didn't it? No, no, but this Rita. one. Oh, I see. In oh, Fast see X at the beginning, yeah. Yeah. with Rita yeah, Marina, right. like like yeah, I get the whole family together. Yeah. And I'm you're like, right. well, maybe not everyone. Maybe you're missing no, you're like right. Brian. I always have to make. I always have to make an excuse for him. It's, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, oh, sorry, Brian got stuck at Aldi. Um, he's at the till. Doing, yeah. He might be here in a it's bit. It's doing him a bit of a. He's actually doing him a bit of a service, even though they keep uh, honouring his memory, so to speak. You know, within the, within the films. But this movie, they completely forgot about him. I don't even think he got more than like a passing mention. I think there was a mention. I think. Well, again, <clears throat> I'm wondering. Are they? There's definitely a lot of talk yes. about him being back in it. So maybe. Hundred percent. So maybe he saves the day at the beginning of, after the cliffhanger. Maybe he's the one who saves the day. But how how far can you go with that? Pretty Are they going to go dude. like full on CGI? Deep, well, deep, well, deep fake. You can do anything. You can. Yeah, do you can. If you they, can. If they've got but you can't. Million dollars. But if they've got four hundred million dollars, they'll they'll work it out. <clears throat> these aren't. For, by they'll the way, these aren't four hundred million dollar movies. These movies are costing sixty million, and the rest is going on this in. Like I reckon, Ludacris is getting like forty million to do this film, and he, or Tyrese well, is getting total, like forty well, million, and you're like, well, no, the cost the cost cost for ten was around a hundred million. It's insane. The fact yeah, you're giving. I think the rock got. 
Barack got paid a million dollars to do that shot. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. It is insane. It's crazy. Like, no, I, let's saying, talk. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's deserved. But that's what they pay him. Can, can we just of like of all the stupid shit that's been in the fast movies, and I mean, there's been stupid shit. The Dominic Toretto driving a car down the side of a dam thing probably <laughs> annoys me the most. More than that the car absolutely. going into space. A, my, my whole thing was that car, like his car gets destroyed several times in each movie now. Like that same car. Yeah. And I think, I think the idea is he fixes it up on the plane between the countries because it's the <laughs> same car. Because it is the same car. I'm into, pretty sure. Look at, how, look at how destroyed the car is at the Vatican. Look how destroyed, like, and it just keeps driving anyway. There's that whole thing where his tyres get shredded and are on fire, and he just keeps driving anyway. Oh, by the way. Affect, it doesn't affect the performance of the car. How is this car getting from place to place? I like, don't when it, know. It, when it, it turned up at the end at the dam, yep, yep, I was like, sense. where the fuck is this car coming I, from? It just says in a script. Dom drives jumps into his dodge. <laughs> That's it. It's like, it, it's do you think? Do you think like, <laughs> like he's got? A, I reckon, right? I reckon Toretto's got a side business of just moving his car around the world, and he's charging oh, back and, to the FBI. Yeah, like, and he's like writing millions. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like millions <laughs> yeah. of pounds worth of of tax write off just to move his car around the world, mm -hmm. like DT Auto Transport, and like the FBI <laughs> yeah. keep getting What's these this? bills. One million pound from DT Auto Transport. I'll oh, just sign it off. And Toretto's like, hee I don't need to be a, so a fucking super mastermind criminal stroke hero anymore. I've got this awesome sideline of just moving good and bad guys' cars around the world. I still love the moment because it was in a trailer. I love the moment with the two helicopters and the grappling hooks and the harpoons. And, and I just, <sighs> I love that bit so much. And, and the fact that neither of the helicopters do anything about it. Like they don't go, oh, we can just, we can just let go of the line or just turn around. <laughs> they, just get, they just smash into each other and explode because, because that's awesome. Ladies I, and gentlemen, I, I give you the dumbest movie. Genuinely, I think Fast X... But it's not dumb. It's not dumb. It's meticulous. Okay. It's you say dumb. meticulous. I definitely think dumb. Right? No, it's not dumb. It can't, I, if it was dumb, we wouldn't enjoy it. If it was genuinely dumb, we would be like, I can't watch this. But I, I, it's not dumb. I, it's really, it's all calculated. I guarantee. I that. would still rather watch Fast One and Fast Five than any other Fast movie ever made. I like. I could rewatch those is, two. Fast a lot. Five is probably Fast Five is probably the best one. Five and six yeah. together actually work extremely. Yeah, well. yeah. work extremely um, well. So, like, I've just read. Apparently, now, uh, now, um, The Rock is back in the fold. Oh, yeah. They're going to make another Hobbs and Shaw movie before they make they Fast are. Eleven. Yeah, but Fast Eleven's already going, so that's not. They're probably doing. No, 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 doing, it's not. Like, apparently, <clears throat> or, I thought Fast no, Eleven was already going. Hold on, no correction. I think I think what's happening is. Let me just look at this. I think what's mm -hmm. happening is they've greenlit another Fast and Furious movie. So there's going to be no it's yes. Fast. So no, it says here. It was uh, uh, the, the next Fast and Furious film. You'll see the legendary lawman in it. Will be Hobbs movie. The next Fast and Furious you'll see, the legendary lawman will be Hobbs movie that will serve as a fresh new chapter and set up Fast X Part Two. That makes sense. Yeah, because it'll Hold be on. like his hunt. It'll be like his hunt for what's going on in, in that. And then they'll come together in the next. Please tell me that the next movie is not Fast X Part Two, like yeah, of title. Of course it is. In fact, it's three parts, as I understand it. I've, as I've I understand heard it, this, that... as I understand it, this is Act One. 
I've I've heard that that it was meant to be two, and now Diesel's like, no, three. we can't, three. we can't, we can't, we can't solve this in two movies. Well, it has we to need be a third it movie. Be, it has to be, but also it has to be twelve parts, not eleven. Shit, twelve great. Can't fucking wait. I'm, I'm hoping Vin Diesel will be sixty. Well, technically, it's thirteen the parts, by the way. Well, no, but Hobbs, if you count Hobbs and Shaw, well, it'll be fourteen, would it? With the second one, yeah. But at the moment, it'll be thirteen. Oh, so good. No, that'd be four. Oh, I don't know. Look, It'll be fourteen like, by the time that one comes out. It'd be great. I cannot. I I cannot do two more of these. Like there is not. There is not enough plot in this. This film There's is no basically. Plot. There's literally all this film is basically is, Jason the Momoa. Plot of this film is Jason Momoa is mad. That's yeah. it. Jason Momoa and is angry. For the record, there is a moment where all three cars are lined up. Yep. And Vin Diesel literally could have pulled out a gun and shot Jason yeah. Momoa in the head. Yeah, but he, and doesn't, gone... but, he doesn't know, but he doesn't know who he is at that point. But he doesn't know who he is at that point. He doesn't know who he is. Did he not? In that moment. No, not when he has to. I'm you're not about, convinced about, about that. You're, you're talking about the race. Did he, he not? know who he is at that point. No. No. No idea. No, no idea. I mean, he should just shot him in the head anyway for being just... <laughs> just rad, just being disrespectful. I just it's great. Like, like this whole movie is literally a guy. Like, so they're going to base three movies <laughs> yeah. off the idea of a guy who's a bit salty that his dad got killed. Should you know? Do you know? Do you know what what should happen in the next two movies? It should be all of the people from all of the other movies whose dad or someone from their family <laughs> killed, all came together as like an anti-family, like an anti-family. Oh, no. But that would include, be amazing. that would include John Cena. Because technically, anyone. John yeah, Cena would, yeah, which I'm sure, oh, no, no, he, I'm sure he does well. John Cena could face a Superman 3 style existential crisis and split into two. <laughs> so you've got you've got the good job like how Clark fights Superman in that junk. By the way, all of these ideas are infinitely it's better than what they're it's actually not, going to do. No, it's not. It would have been out of place if John Cena split into two on screen and fought himself. Hon- he'd be cheering. Honestly, at the moment, like I'm genuinely sitting here going, like I, I've just had this realization that I've been Best. catfished to the extreme with this movie. Yeah, of course this yeah. movie is literally Amazing. like one guy's one bad guy's dad dies. Yes, for he dies five movies, <laughs> and and also and also for the record, for the record, the, the bit with Hobbs at the end. By the way, tells us. Hold on, the bit the bit with Hobbs at the end. He dies ten. He dies right. The bad at least ten years ago. Ten, they call it. It's probably twelve years, but let's call it ten years ago. And then supposedly Momoa has been doing a a blowfeld ever since. Like apparently he's been responsible for everything ever since. It's yeah. the most ge- it's the most genius thing ever. One but, second. Ultimately, ultimately, it's the best thing ever. This this <laughs> whole movie is based on the premise, and as you find out at the end, it wasn't even Vin Diesel that killed no nope. his dad. It was yep. or either Hobbs or Brian. It's Hobbs. It's supposed to be Hobbs. It's supposed to be Hobbs. But no one's going after Brian, by the way. Nope. No. And he again and again, Brian's at home. <laughs> Brian is literally at home with the children. You can like, get his kids. And also Momoa's character kidnaps people's kids and wives and things like that. Like, it's, he could just go straight and, off. And oh, within dude, this... Maybe, dude, maybe that's how Walker gets involved. Maybe he kidnaps Brian. Maybe. And have to go rescue Brian. That'd and that'll awesome. be film two. That'd be awesome. And then film that'd three. Awesome. I think what they're doing is I think they're, they're dragging this out long enough so they could 
correctly without Uncanny Valley bring back Paul Walker? I genuinely don't think that's what no, they are. They are. They are doing. I'm I'm 99.999% positive that Walker will be. He'll either be in the second movie proper or he'll appear right like like Luke Skywalker at Force Awakens. He'll be in the last shot. Uh, and hopefully, movie. hopefully and with then, a lightsaber. Yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. Like, like hopefully or, they'll do a full or, Mandalorian with him. No, no, he'll come or with zoom, driving, zoom. no, or better yet, he's driving Bumblebee. <laughs> of, I'm convinced the Transformers have to be in the fast films. I'm convinced. Aren't they different studios? No, Universal, aren't they? No, uh, uh, the Paramount. Oh, no, you're right. Transformers is Paramount. Well, Paramount yeah. and Universal have worked here before. Didn't they I do mean, a Titanic? Or was it Fox? No, it was Fox, wasn't it? it was Fox. I mean, at this point, I mean, for fuck's sake. I, I always said, I always said that Fast Six and Tra- sorry, Transformers Six and Fast Nine should have been the same film. It should have been that Vin Diesel and his crew still had the cars that turned out to be Autobots, and and the trailer, the teaser would have just been like the Fast Six, sorry, the Fast Nine logo, and then the Six transforms into a Nine. Sorry, Amazing. there's a Transformers. I start again. Sorry, the Transformers Six. I thought my brain isn't working. Yeah, Transformers 6 would have been around the same time as Fast and Furious 9 is, I guess what I'm saying. And so it starts with the 6 and then... And then it's the 9. And... <laughs> it's been amazing. I'm probably not making I, much sense. I, I, I genuinely... Um, I genuinely... I, I just... I, I, yes. This is film the of the year. Fast 10 right now is film of the year. Because... Again, like Plane is still my favourite film of the year, really. But Fast X is just, it's so fast, I don't know where to begin. Like, it's, I, I don't know what other film. So I'm hoping Spider Verse is, is probably going to be a film of the year, but let's see. Um, and I'm very excited about that. I, 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 <sighs> You have no, you're completely incoherent now. I'm literally, I'm literally to the point where I, I have never sat and watched a film, genuinely never sat and watched a film where I've been so enthralled, disappointed, <laughs> angry, happy, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, aroused, yeah. not aroused, you know really unaroused. Do you know what really fucked us both off? Was Shez and I was sitting there, and the fucking, when, the, when, the, when you had the massive cliffhanger, I've ever filmed just stopped. It was like, what? That... Yeah, we also went. That's amazing. <laughs> and then the Hollywood, because apparently, apparently, incredible. like Spider Verse does the same thing, right? It's like two oh, movies. Yeah, it's part one, it's part one. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood just has to stop, right? If you cannot yeah. tell a story, yeah, By the way, totally. not then just again, tell a story. This could, this could be. This could be the argument about Dune, though, couldn't it? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, this could but, almost be the same argument as Dune. No, because. June is genuinely a book. June is, is, it is, is like... It is. No, no, it is. But part two was not greenlit until part one came out, which, yeah, I, but which I'm I, not a fan of. If they were always no, no. to do it, then I'd be all right. So. But I think, I, think, I think the situation for June is different. I think the situation for June is different is they took a very large risk on something yes, true. that true. that no one knew if it was going to work, let alone true. be as fucking amazing as it was. And True. the fact it was good, because hey, look, a film can be good and still flop, right? Of course. Yes. June had the 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 unicorn of being a fucking good movie and being commercially and critically and successful. It worked out. Yeah, yeah. That worked out. And then they said, well, fuck, off the back of that, 
let's um let's green so i think i think june is a slightly different thing because it's not june was not a cynical move june yeah. is like it would be an eight yeah, hour movie and it would need yeah. like a 900 million dollar budget yeah so let's halve our risk whereas fast x being three movies plus a hobson shaw movie yeah is the mo- like like you look at the amount of story and plot in june the only thing I will say about Fast X, though, is that it was always known that it was going to be two movies. It was always going to be yes. Two I mean, it should be. That was that was. No, I agree. But it was. But this is like the Hobbit, was, right? That wasn't a. But what I mean is that wasn't a secret. Yeah, the Hobbit is a. The Hobbit is a like a a, a two hundred page book. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. let me fact check that. It's a short. It's a short book. Though. How many pages in to, the? Hobbit? It only needed to be. It only needed to be one book, one film. Three hundred pages. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a right? it's a short book. It's not, it's not a big um, whereas Lord of the Rings yeah. is 1,200 pages. Yeah. And also, Lord of the Rings could have, you could have genuinely squeezed probably another one or two films out of that that whole thing, if we're honest. Like, I mean, not that I would necessarily want to, but no. Hobbit, we all know, was overly padded and bad. Yeah. But the Hobbit, the Hobbit should have been two films, really simple. Or one. Part one, part two. It no, no, could I have think just been fun. I think, but what I'm I remember it was originally two films. It was originally two yeah. films. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, two films would have let it breathe, and you would have enjoyed it. And you know, what I'm saying I, you could. Have, I, think, I like wasn't being it, back in the world. I like being yeah, back in the world. Wasn't it two films that I think when Guillermo del Toro was going to do? It, I think it was two. Yeah, but I, I'm sure when when Jackson started filming it, it was two, and it was during no. production. I don't he, think so. I maybe, think it was. I, so. I think it was maybe, after he finished so. filming that he was like, I'm going to make this three movies. Let's go I, and do reshoots. I, that's possible, but I don't recall that being the case. I feel like it changed before he... But I, I might be wrong. We can check this out. But, but it was definitely a bad idea. It was always... Uh, I'm idea. trying to work out... Intensely boring. Yeah, like like to the point where I would never, ever go back and rewatch no, it. No, no. I tried um, that when I, I got very bored. But The Lord of the Rings, all the time. Now, what you're oh, telling yeah. me is Vin Diesel thinks that Fast X yes. needs more screen time than Lord of the Rings trilogy. I don't think he thinks about it compared to other franchise. Actually, you know, tell a lie. He actually, am I getting this right? I think he said that Fast X is like his Lord of the Rings or something. Like this last three is the Lord of the Rings. I think he said that. So you could probably look that up. I think Vin Diesel said it. Let me have a look. I think I'm going mad. But I feel like he actually said it. He compared it to The Fellowship. One second. <laughs> I like we've gone completely silent. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Vin Diesel compares Fast and Furious series to Lord of the Rings. It was in February. Oh, my God. That guy... That guy is... I, 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 I just so he can't. Goes, he goes, he goes he, it's because they found it tough to make the mythology even bigger comparing it to Lord of the Rings. The work really? off screen. He goes, he goes, you know what gets harder? The work off screen, the thinking, the expanding. There's a reason why Tolkien stopped writing after a while. <laughs> he said, because it's so hard. He said, because it's so hard to continue mythologies. Nobody thinks about it in that context, but it's real. It's not the easiest thing in the world to... He... He continued before the, oh, hang on, before the interviewer suggested Fast and Furious is the Lord of Rings of action films. And he went, yeah. And he goes, yeah. and he goes, yeah, he goes, 
the Lord of the Rings of action films, Diesel agreed. Well said, from your mouth to God's ears. It's so true. Oh, right. And then, and then apparently said, I should have stopped after The Hobbit. <laughs> what the fuck's going on, dude? <laughs> did he really say that? That's, yes, he did, according to this. Yes. What the fuck? I know. What's happening, digital spy? Thank you for That's the Don really, the Dragon Wilson moment really, there, Vin Diesel. That is really, really, really funny. <laughs> that, is, that is what I would call a Don the Dragon if Wilson moment. And it, you get that yeah. joke. Yeah. Other people if won't. He but... he's done it, if he knows he's done it, he's a genius. But I suspect he doesn't know he's done it. So I'm going to finish on... I'm going to... I'm going to... I, I, what was I going to? I can't remember what I was going to finish on now. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, I know, I know. And, and then we'll call it a day. We'll talk about the other mm. stuff next episode because we've just gone so balls deep on this. It's ridiculous. We have. Um, um, at what point? At what point does Vin Diesel say all of this was planned from the start? This oh, whole story uh, was planned from the start. Probably. When does he do that. a George Lucas? He brought, I don't know. He probably said my favorite thing would be when he when he would have decided that that hang on fourth fight wait hang on but but part three because because it doesn't it go what it goes one two four five six seven three eight nine if I remember correctly oh, it's either I, six I, seven eight I, nine I, or six I, or six hang on what, yeah no, hang on no 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 hang on so it goes one two four five six. Three, seven, eight, nine. Hobbs and Shaw somewhere around eight, between eight and nine. Surely Hobbs and, then... and Shaw is set like thirty years in the future. <laughs> you can only hope. But do you uh, know what I mean? It's like the technology has no bearing. Well, no, 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 no. Because the end of Hobbs and Shaw. Hang on, I get this right. Isn't the end of Hobbs and Shaw? Wait, no, no. I'm trying to remember the epilogue where Statham is beating up the punch bag, which then appears in Fast Ten. And then you've got Han. You've got someone turning up, but you don't know who it is. Oh no, I think that's Fast Eight. No, Fast. No, it'd be Fast Nine, not Fast Eight. Fast, no, Fast Nine. Would... Yeah, I think it's Fast Nine because oh, the whole thing. Of... In... That's right, because Statham wasn't in Part Nine until the epilogue. Got yeah, and I, I think I think the whole there's a whole thing about how Han's haircut is different. Like anyone then, at this point then, gives a flying of, fuck. But then the epilogue of Fast Nine is in the middle of Fast Ten, like literally directly in the middle. Which yeah. is a load of stuff in Fast Ten happens between the end of Fast Nine and the epilogue. Huh? <laughs> it make, yeah, I know. It make any sense. Oh my god, this is this is more complicated than fucking June and everything else. Um, well, I think we've it's done that. Um, it's the best. We'll talk about Sisu, Spider Man, and other things on the next yep. episode. Um, yep. Ross, where can people find out more about you if if this uh, weirdness hasn't put people off forever? <laughs> Uh, it's at Ross Boyes for all the social things at Evo Films UK to follow Evolution Films, <laughs> please do. Uh, and then at Vengeance Film UK to follow the action franchise thing that I do as well. I'm so angry at us, by the way, yeah. that we've managed to do an entire film, entire episode. We've now extended the whole fast mythology by another hour. Phil, Phil, we could we could keep talking about just this film for conservatively another three hours. <laughs> I mean, we look, let's be honest. We haven't even mentioned that there is a scene in this film in Fast X. First of all, with Pete Davidson, who apparently is involved in the London oh, crime scene. What the and, fuck? And, I forgot and, about and, that shit. And, 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 but Han does an edible and starts hallucinating <laughs> and starts hallucinating and then it goes absolutely nowhere. He starts Maybe. hallucinating in that scene and then it doesn't pay off anywhere. Maybe that's how good this film is. Maybe episode, um, maybe oh, episode 11, starts tripping. Yeah, may, maybe, 
maybe the next episode of the podcast, which would be episode 145, Maybe what this is episode one four four, so maybe episode one four four part two is us carrying on. Because we haven't even touched on Ludacris and Tyrese. We haven't right, even got so to Tyrese, that level of we detail. Got, we, haven't, we haven't got to the point where they have that fight for no reason, which is great. We haven't got to the point where they get all their money stolen electronically, but Tyrese has supposedly millions of dollars strapped to him. But, <laughs> but, when, you, but when you look at but when you look at him. When you look at Tyrese, he's probably got about $15,000 strapped to him. And, so I don't know what is going and on. And by the way, if you told me Vin Diesel had money strapped around his tummy, oh, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Well, that would explain something. <laughs> this film is fucking amazing. Fast like, X is fucking amazing. This is here's this, thing, is this year's thing. Moonfall, here's right? Here's the thing. No, Moonfall. Well, maybe, but yeah, this is this year's Moonfall. 100%. Yeah, but Moonfall, but Moonfall doesn't have twenty-two years behind it. But so and okay, four hundred million. Here's the question, right? And I mean this question sincerely. I think I can kind of answer it, but I'm going to ask you: Why do I unapologetically love the fast films? Unapologetically, even the ones I don't like, even Hobbs and Shaw, which I actually loathe, but I enjoyed a bit more the second time round, the third time round. Why do I why do I get on board with those? And I think that the John Wick films are mediocre, boring, and I don't understand why people rate them. Because I should, in theory, like both. For the same reason why you don't watch, like, why are you happy to sit through two and a half hours of Fast and Furious, but not three hours of Avatar? I'd watch seven hours of Fast and Furious. Yeah, but you wouldn't. Would you'd watch, sit there. and you'd watch seven hours in cinema, but you wouldn't watch three hours of Avatar, which. No. Unarguably, except for except unarguably, for, is a better movie. I bet it like, isn't. It is. It's <laughs> a, in terms of quality of filmmaking. By the way, now I'm not talking like like is it more enjoyable than Fast X? Right, right, right. Absolutely right. not. In terms well, of the I mean, effects the on the screen, the factor, the enjoyment factor is kind of what we're getting at. Yeah, the effects on the screen, the 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 money and the way Avatar is put together, even the action sequences is infinitely better than fast x but and here's the rub if you ask me me and i've been trying to get you to see avatar the way of water for fucking six months seven months now whatever it yep. is if you ask me which film would i rather sit in the cinema with you and watch it's not even a question that fast x would be and by the way if you said to me if I was in a bad, if I needed cheering up and you said to me, Phil, would you rather watch Top Gun Maverick or Fast X to cheer right. you up, specific set of circumstances, to cheer you up with me in the cinema? Hang on, I've got, a, I've got a doggy doggy to sort out. Keep going. With, with you Keep in the cinema, yep. right? And that's a very specific circumstance. It would have to be with you in the cinema together. Oh, yes. Yes, would yes, I yes. would I see arguably the best blockbuster since um, Fury Road, or would I sit down and watch a film that is unarguably a piece of shit? And it's not a piece of shit though. It is it's a not, piece of shit. You, no, 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 no. You can you can you can argue all the technical merits you like. It's not a piece of shit. Because if it was a piece of shit, I'd be going fucking awful. No, no, it's a piece of shit. But I no. I, I love pieces no, of shit. By the way. No, I like I can like some shit films. I can't Never Too Young to Die is a piece of shit. It's terrible. Uh, Yet yeah. I adore that movie in so many ways to the point where I'm now announcing on this podcast episode 150 will be a commentary episode with me, you, and whoever the fuck else to do that episode. Anyway, um, 
Which one would I rather watch? That's Fast X. Because me and you watching yeah. that together in a cinema, we'd have a hoot. Yep. There couldn't be anyone else in that cinema, by the way, because, no. you know, we... In fact, can we... Oh, do you want to go hard? Can I, can I just quickly recount a story I heard about this? Very quickly, when you say about other people in the cinema having to put up with us. Right. So, do you ever listen to How Did This Get Made? No, no, no. Occasionally right. just, I have, but not Just because most. this isn't my story. So they had Seth Rogen on and, and Evan Goldberg to talk about Fast X. Yes. And obviously they saw it in the cinema. And there's a great moment that Seth Rogen recounted, which was these people, these poor, there was very few people in the cinema, the big IMAX or whatever. There's very few people in there. And these, these like people behind, or like a couple of ladies or a couple of women behind them, right? And they were kind of getting up, getting ready to go when the credits rolled. And apparently... <laughs> When The Rock came on, apparently one of his women went, what now? And <laughs> 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 Seth Rogen said that made me laugh so hard. What, what now? now? <laughs> not not ho- holy fuck, it's The Rock or, or, or and it just, wow. <laughs> after three hours. That makes me laugh so hard. Do you know what, right? I'm, as, as, we, as we now do this, I'm now Googling how much it would cost to hire a Cineworld screen for just me and you in Brighton, just the two of us, to watch Fast X. And the answer... I'd probably pay at least £200 to do that. Well, okay. Well, do do you fancy paying, right? Do you fancy paying going halves is 160 quid. There you go. Is that it? We're nine o'clock in the morning. It's a shit time on the 21st of June. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> right. Uh, and you can follow you can follow me at Phil Hobden uh, on all the socials. Uh, don't forget to check out Ross and Phil Talk Movies.co.uk. <laughs> and we'll be back at some point to talk about all the films we didn't get around to talking about today because fuck me, we just um, got really balls deep in talking about Fast X. Thanks for listening. Take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Family. Family. Family.